Welcome to Agents and Owners Chit Chat, where we talk to local superheroes, hear how they got their start, overcame obstacles, and how they use social media to achieve their goals. For agent and owner social media tips, please visit www.gladmash.com. Here's this week's episode. Ms. Sheba, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How about yourself? Everything's excellent. Everything's excellent. So I'm happy to have you on. Uh, we talked to a lot of agents, obviously, in the real estate business. Um, primarily, we're talking to agents a lot over and over again. And Sheba, the reason I wanted to get you on is because you actually represent a different part of the industry, finance. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. I'm the lender. I'm where the money reside, like the saying goes. There you go. We appreciate it. So we have a few questions for you. Uh, I'm sure the audience is very interested. Um, and first and foremost, right at the gate, Home Ownership is Popping is the name of your company. So uh, tell us a little bit about that, but don't forget to include how you came up with such a fantastic uh, name. We love it. It definitely rings a bell around here. Right. So um, Home Ownership is Popping was always my hashtag, even when I worked um, in corporate America. It okay. was just something that I started branding, letting people know that home ownership is popping, literally. So um, as I began to um, begin this journey for entrepreneurship, I said to myself, what would make people remember me? What would make me and my name jump up off a page of 50 different lenders mm -hmm. or ads that go up and down Facebook, Instagram, billboards? a business card to whatever, what would make people think about me good or bad? They always say any press is good press. Good press, yes So um, I thought about that and I was like, well, I already got the hashtag, let's make it a company. So that's why I went with it. And I get, you know, maybe 90, 10, 90% love the name, 10% probably look at it like it's comical or commercial. Right. But for the most part, it works. Yeah, I have had account executives call me and say your name just your business name just pop off the page i right. had to call you i had to see what was going on i had to see what's popping and you know so i absolutely love it i'm never ashamed never embarrassed to be like yeah. hey name my company's home ownership is popping mortgage company so um, that was the number one thing i thought about for branding no, nah, it's, it's awesome. And we appreciate you being courageous enough to go out there on a limb, even with the 10% that said they didn't like it or thought that it was just too far out of this world. Uh, I love it. It's easy to remember. And uh, more importantly, from a marketing standpoint, like it's unique. Uh, so when we Google you from a branding perspective, if we're looking for you on, you know, Facebook or Instagram, like I said before, Google or Bing or Yahoo, you're going to come up first as soon as we put in home ownership is popping. So um, you spoke a little bit about branding. You know, just knowing you personally, one thing that I admire about you too is, you know, you're not afraid when it comes to personal branding. Uh, you wear a lot of bright colors and things that might not be traditional. So talk a little bit about that. And how did you, you know, decide to step out, especially, you know, in corporate America nowadays for us, like, you know, uh, they want us to be as conservative as possible and not really represent our own style. So tell me a little bit about how you found the courage to just break out and do your own thing. So I've always been a live on the edge, do my own thing type person. So even right. back, back when I was in college, I had a ton of tattoos. And that okay. was one of the things when I entered corporate America, they were always frowning. And so I always had to put makeup on it because I got one on my hand. So I always right. had to put makeup on it, cover it up, uh, wear blazers to you know cover it up. And I worked for this one big, huge lender 
based out of Charlotte and the uh. big executives and the CEO of the company, they all were tatted up. They had tattoos right. all on their arm sleeves. There were t-shirts, there were jeans and they, they just like, I'm just going to be me. You know, people are either going to like me or they're going to hate me, but I'm going to go. be me. And that's what it is about me. If I stand in a line with five lenders, all different colors, shapes, ages, sizes, whatever, I want to be the one that stand out. You'll never catch me in a traditional black suit. You're going to catch me in (laughs) the loudest color that they make. Because in a room of 500, I want to be the one that you look at and remember that stands out. I got pictures from a conference I attended in Vegas. It Mm -hmm. was probably over um, 1,400 women in this conference. And the pictures that started rolling, professional pictures, you look around the room, you see them as bright pink suits. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I stand out. I'm just not, you know, the You're little sex girl in the room. It's right. popping. Right. And, you know, it, it starts a conversation. Mm-hmm. So no matter where I'm going, what I'm doing, what type of event, I'm going to make sure I'm dressed to the tee. So mm-hmm. people come to me, they, oh, I like your earrings. Oh, I like your suit. Oh, I like your shoes. That starts the conversation. Hey, I'm right. Sheila. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, what you, you do. Go. So it's just a way of being the loudest in the room without mm-hmm. saying the word. I love it. That's free advertising right there, just to stand out. And you're doing it on your own. You're not, you know, you, you look comfortable, you seem comfortable. And what I love about what you said too, is a conversation starter. So sometimes people uh, might look at people in the finance industry as being too edgy or too, not really edgy, but pushy and unapproachable, where you seem warm and inviting. So you're living your brand, you're on, on, on your color schemes with the popping colors. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you got it. Even walking into a bank right now, and I have no mm-hmm. concern about going into a bank, but even mm-hmm. me at my age, even in my profession, I walk in a bank, as soon as I open the door, I still get nervous. It's oh, like, really? you okay. know, oh right. my God, nerves come on. I'm talking to these people about my money. Right, of course. To apply for something. And so I can imagine someone that's not as confident as me walking into the bank and the nerves they get or applying for a loan. Mm-hmm. So I want to be that down to earth, you know, right. sister, cousin, friend, neighbor, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you, I'm regular. So, right. so when it right. comes to this financing part, purchasing yes. a house is one of the biggest purchases that you will make as a person. Mm-hmm. So why not make it comfortable? Why not be able to ask me questions? I joke all the time. I'm like your attorney. You have right. to tell me everything so I know how to defend you against nice. the underwriter. I know how to present the best case for you to help you get this home. So I, I get right. comfortability. I'm professional. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also going to lean back. I'm also going to talk to you in terms that you understand what we got going on. I can recite and quote all of the big fancy terms, but why? You know, right. most people don't understand what I go through. I'll talk right. to you like you, my my sister. And then turn around and talk to the underwriter like I'm, you know, the CEO of home ownership is popping. So you got to wear many hats. And so I make my customer feel comfortable, hold their hand, be able to Mm -hmm. listen, know what it is that I can do to help them or what needs they have. It makes the process so much easier. Yeah, I love it. You're definitely relatable. And like you said, too, like uh, when you're talking to an attorney or somebody in finance or somebody in banking, you know, as a consumer myself, it, it could be intimidating 
you know, hearing all the fancy jargon and the acronyms and, you know, consumers don't speak acronyms or jargon. Uh, so you, you know, being approachable, relatable, uh, I'm sure is winning you clients and keeping you clients. And more importantly, you're probably getting a lot of referrals or people recommending you to other loved ones or people at church or wherever in the community saying, hey, you know what, call Sheba. She's going to break it down for you. She's going to get the job done. She's going to be professional, but she's going to be relatable. So on it. So quick question about marketing. So you started your own thing. You left corporate. And one of the things that I also uh, recognized about you is the fact that you've been spending money on advertising. So uh, initially in our first meeting, um, from a photography standpoint, you walked outside, your car is wrapped. So you have branding on the car. I know recently um, you got a billboard. So congratulations. So talk to me about, yeah, money spent on advertising. Why are you making decisions to spend money to advertise your brand? So to be honest with you, it's not even about me. It's about my okay. company. I there have four other loan officers that work mm -hmm. in my office. And um, although we all originate and people can think we all are competitors, we're not. I am okay. trying to be proof to them that it's possible, proof to them that the level that I'm on is attainable in one year. So the one thing that I've always liked is seeing a wrapped car. Uh, cars pass by me and it's a moving billboard. It's a moving advertisement. I mm -hmm. drive it everywhere. I pick the ugliest, quirkiest car <laughs> possible to right. wrap so it catches everyone's attention. But mm -hmm. that was something with minimum investment and mm -hmm. it has just produced an enormous um, outcome. So I love my little car. Um, I tell people all the time, you'll see me in that six out of seven days of the mm -hmm. week because yes, parked at Kroger, I come out, someone's taking a picture of it. It's right. parked at Walmart and you know I come out and they're looking at it or they say, oh, this is you. I get the most business from the post office. And oh, I wow. used to be nervous and would let them take the picture and walk away. Now I come out card in hand. What's going right. on? You want to be a right. homeowner? Give us a call. But I do all of this branding, yes, for me, but for my um, loan officers. I want to be the lender that you go to when you're thinking about purchasing, refinancing, pet renting, um, investing, whatever it is. I want people mm -hmm. to know that there's an alternative, a person that's just like you that can help you make this purchase or, you know, buy the first time or the second or the third time or whatnot. So to me, before I was strictly just doing social media, mm -hmm. Facebook, because I'm not huge right. on Instagram. I got to keep Instagram out. <laughs> but Facebook right. was more so my sphere of influence, my circle of excellence. It was okay. you know, my family, my friends, people I've known all my life, people I encountered into uh, once I dived into sales. So it was really them. So once I started recycling them and did everything with them, now it's time for me to branch out. So okay. I have five billboards I have one in Georgia wow. and four in Tennessee because that's where I'm from so gotcha. I'm trying to expand into Tennessee to get up in Memphis and get Nashville and Chattanooga and you know all of those cities up there just to let people know hey you got an alternative it doesn't right. always have to be the Bank of America's or the Chase or the Quicken Loans who they see on TV so I brand like I'm a real estate agent. That's the one thing it. that I've always saw. They get out there, you see their face, they show their closings, they mm -hmm. dance their closings. And three years ago, kind of want to say I was one of the first lenders that came to every closing that had the oh, key, nice. 
that right. boomerangs that you know posted my buyer funded their loan and now you see it everywhere so mm -hmm. you know just get out there meet people name recognition right. show them who you are a lot of times i don't meet my barrier until the closing table of course and then especially with COVID, it, mm -hmm. it you know it got, it got harder yeah, right. it got harder mm -hmm. right so you know sometimes they can't pick up on my personality on the phone so <laughs> right. i have to meet them in person to say hey right. i'm real here i go yep, exactly but branding is number one because when um the facebook and instagram and all of that went down i still had my car right my billboard Right now, smart, 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 smart. We appreciate it. So you're definitely a trendsetter. Uh, you know, obviously, right now on social media, with the real estate agents and people, and uh, just the real estate market, we do see the keys and the boomerang. So again, thanks for being a trendsetter for sure. So you've been doing this for over 18 years. I, you know, I checked you out, read up on you on the website. So tell me a little bit about the struggles that you had. You know, just coming up in the in the industry, um, you you know started in finance in college, right? Um, and then came up, and eventually you own your own business right now. So, what are some of the struggles that you had for anybody that's listening that wants to branch out on their own thing? And it doesn't have to be finance. If you're just trying to start your own business, right? You know, what did it take for you to finally you know leave corporate America and say, hey, I want to branch out on my own? And number two, what struggles did you have? So the struggles that I had is uh, respect. I'll just say that the industry that okay. I'm Okay, talk to me about male, that. Male dominated. And then it's also yeah. um, non-African-American industry. We're less than 5% mm -hmm. of African-American in this business and probably less than 1% female. So right. it took a lot of courage. I got squeezed out of corporate America. Wow. So um, I was closing loans and doing good, but my branch wanted a male to lead the branch. Oh, wow. So um, I, I decided, it's like, hey, I'm going to step down. I want to focus more on myself, focus more mm -hmm. on It's like, well, when we find a replacement, we'll figure something out. Well, he got offered a way better deal than me. He got offered way more money than me. And then I was expected right. to train him to oh, take wow. my spot. So um, they say God will make you uncomfortable when it's time to move. And I started getting uncomfortable. I left um, with a little money saved. Mm -hmm. I left with not knowing how, why, or what. But I left with that little bitty faith that God was going to take care of me. And that's what I did. I just jumped. Today actually makes one year that I was licensed as a company. So today it's big. Okay. But Look at anyway, that. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, there you go. One year anniversary. Perfect, perfect timing for the podcast. Timing, yes. But it, it was hard. You know, I had to um, get in here every day. I come to work every day. I'm usually mm -hmm. the first one here. I'm usually the last one that leaves. Um, I take a, a ton of vacations to clear my mind because the job is stressful. But mm -hmm. I never go anywhere without my laptop because you never know what's right. going to come or what's going to happen. Of course, sir. So I'm a 24-7 worker, but right. I work my business as if I'm a worker and not the owner because I roll my sleeves up and know that if no one else does that, I have to do it. And right. um, yes, I started in this industry, yeah, 18 years ago. I graduated college in 2002, yeah, okay. 2002. Yep. and I um, had a finance degree, but no idea what I wanted to do in life. I didn't know what a mortgage was. 
Right. We had a house. I didn't know we rented, you know, they paid them more. I didn't know any of that. Um, even in college, that's something they don't teach is home ownership. No one ever told me about being a loan officer, being a mortgage processor, being a mortgage underwriter. Those mm-hmm. are careers no one tells you about. There's people right. in my industry right now that makes a million dollars a year. And wow. they probably work way less hours than a 40-hour work week. Don't get me wow. wrong. A lot of times we work over that, but it's mm-hmm. so rewarding because our job isn't consistently at a desk. We're right. at closings, we're at functions, we're at dinner, we're at parties. So all of that stuff going to it, but it's a very lucrative business that no one talks about. So I stumbled upon this job um, 18 years ago. They had a job fair down at the um, AU Center. Okay. And I just went with my resumes just passed them out. And one of the ladies, um, she was standing there representing a company and she said, I like your suit. You look really nice. Look at that. that. Mm -hmm. Talking, handed her my resume. About two weeks later, she called me, introduced the company. They were doing like a, um, like a university. It was with cross country mortgage. I'm sorry. Countrywide mortgage. Countrywide, okay. um, Hey, we'll fly you out to Texas. We'll teach you from the bottom up everything about the mortgage industry. I was like, okay, you're paying me a salary. They gave me a car. They gave me a corporate car. And I've been in it ever since. So I've learned every aspect of the business and Mm -hmm. just decided in 2016 that I wanted to get um, get out of the operations side and into sales. So I didn't get so, licensed okay. as a loan officer until 2016, and here okay. we are, 2021. Right. So there you go. Yeah. Right, right. Now, I can imagine sales is definitely, um, you know, the exciting side of the business. Sometimes people are a little scared, especially if they've been doing operations for, for a while, because, you know, operations is back of the house. You're not as forward facing. But, you know, when you're a business owner, learning sales and obviously, the way you've encompassed and uh, engulfed marketing, you know, also helps you acquire those new leads. And when it comes down to talk, to talking about your own business, no one is going to do it better than you. So yeah, we appreciate that for sure, for sure. So let's go back uh, just a little bit, just a couple more questions for you. So um, it's now eighteen years later. If you could go back to your first year and talk to Sheba that just graduated college, jumping in, what's one bit of advice that you would give your uh, younger self? I told my younger self to stop being scared. I was so comfortable with getting a paycheck every two weeks. Right. I had kids, I had a broken marriage. So mm-hmm. I started over life five okay. times. Wow. So um, I would have told myself a long time ago, take the chance. Mm-hmm. Stop, you know, my kids, when we moved back down to Georgia, um, I was working, living on the south side but working on the north side so i spent mm-hmm. an hour hour and a half just commuting to um, work and mm-hmm. then an hour coming back so i was missing so much of my children's lives so mm-hmm. couldn't do thanksgiving lunch couldn't do you know muffins with mom whatever it was and that right up because my mm-hmm. family is two hours away so right. i would have definitely told myself hey Go for it. Get into sales right now. Back when the retail right. hit back in mm-hmm. uh, 2007. Uh, early. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have got into sales on that. So sales I, earlier. I support and I was supporting other loan officers and the amount of money that they made back then. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I would probably be retired right now. So right. um 
you know, go sooner. Stop second guessing yourself and stop being comfortable with that paycheck because that security blanket at any moment can get snatched from you. They will replace you so fast. Before you turn brown, they've replaced. Yeah, everybody's replaceable. Yep, yep, yep. So jump in earlier. All right. So one last question for you, Shiba. So um, obviously we have a lot of agents and owners listening, but right now home ownership is literally popping, right? So when you're on social media, I love to see uh, young people, middle-aged people, older people buying houses and celebrating the fact that home ownership is a vibe, right? Uh, so for anybody listening that's thinking about uh, getting into a new home or buying a home, obviously they're going to go through it through their agent but from a finance standpoint before they come and talk to you because i want everybody to come out and reach reach out to you what are two or three tips that you give to potential new homeowners today two or three tips to kind of you know get ready uh to buy their first house in the next six months what would you tell them so the first thing i would say is call me okay there you, go. <laughs> you can view a hundred houses you can talk about a hundred houses but mm-hmm. nothing will move without the money so right. you start with the money in my okay. personal opinion the um agent and shout out to all my agents they're going to simply ask you a couple of questions and then refer you to the lender so why not already be start with that mm-hmm. start with that um make sure that you have all your documentation together uh, that's your pay stubs, that's your bank statements, that's your addresses, that's your W-2. So everything for the last 24 months, 24 is the special number. Just make sure you got those documents together. Okay. Uh, home ownership can be quick, but it's not something you can just decide and wake up. Oh, I want to buy a house today. <laughs> right. You got to prepare yourself because there is money. There is no loans out there that you can get and walk in the door without a single dollar out of your pocket. If, gotcha. that, if that was the case, everyone would be a homeowner. So you have <laughs> to mentally prepare yourself. Make a sacrifice for six months. Either don't mm-hmm. take that trip. Don't buy that purse. Don't drink that coffee every day. So you right. can have a nest egg because once you get in the house, our goal is making sure you stay in that house and we'll nice. keep the foreclosure rate down. So to reiterate, call me first. <laughs> let's well, that's number one. That's number one, right. right? Let's see, you know, let's see what your goals are. Let's see, you know, your timeline. Let's talk about your credit. Let's talk about your finances. And then let's establish a plan to get you there in six months. Right. Awesome. Awesome. We appreciate it. So Sheba, home ownership is popping. How can people get in touch with you uh, if they want to make that first step and, and call you? So you can always look me up on all socials. Um, mm-hmm. Either Sheba Robinson or home ownership is popping. I got hashtag built mortgage, hashtag home ownership is popping, hashtag the fund lender because that's what I am. We have fun over here. <laughs> um, our office number is 678. Five four five two five six five, and then my um, email address is Sheba at hipmtgco.com. So any of those ways you can get it. You type into Google, home ownership is popping. We'll come right up. All our contact information is right there. Read all of our five-star Google reviews so you can see I'm just nice. not talking it, that we actually yep. do it. Love it. Yep. And uh, we're here to help you. Awesome. Appreciate you. All right, folks, agents and owners chit chat today with Sheba Robinson of 
home ownership is popping. You've been great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You got it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Agents and Owners Chit Chat is produced by Gladmatch. To be featured or sponsored or to sign up for Agents and Owners free social media tips, please visit www.gladmatch.com.